0: listening to the long overdue podcast brought to you uh, by the decatur public library in decatur texas Uh, we have the usual suspects um, myself brandon we have dawn hello and denise hi Uh, what are we talking about today
1: fantastic historical topic from 1788 Mm
2: -hmm. pretty gruesome stuff i love it
1: The Doctor Riots. It's going to be fantastic. Yes.
2: I've done very little research on this, (laughs) but I did do some.
1: (laughs) So these Doctor Riots happened in New York. Mm -hmm. And do you know much about them?
0: I don't even mm-hmm. know much about New York, so this is...
1: Yeah, um, I don't necessarily either, but Mm-mm. anyway. So in
2: 1788, New York was relatively small. I like There was only like
1: 4,000 people. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, relatively? That's really... I mean, that's we're bigger than that right now. Mm-hmm. That was well, really Population-wise,
2: it was pretty much still the same size. <laughs> <laughs> But it was also 1788. There wasn't a
1: whole lot of people <laughs> <laughs> anywhere, right? Yeah. That's a really interesting concept, right? A mm-hmm. little, yeah. Well,
0: world population. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, in 300 years, will people be saying?
0: There's not that. There weren't that many people in Decatur in 2022. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Like compared to the million we have in Decatur now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would be great. I want to see that. Okay, so there's a a medical school, one medical school in Mm -hmm. New York at this time, and it was Columbia College. Yep. But there were other ways to learn about medicine, and it was not for credit classes at the New York Hospital. Mm. yeah so those classes were taught by a doctor I think you mentioned him when we were visiting earlier Bailey Richard Bailey uh, but he studied in London mm. <coughs> so he brought
0: so Bailey brought British
1: yeah Bailey brought British oh wow <laughs> <B-B-B>. <laughs> interesting that's a lot of B's yeah uh, he brought practices from Britain. Oh. And Mm -hmm. one of those practices was grave robbing. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's very interesting. So one of the things
2: that I had heard or read was that we didn't have a whole lot and by we I mean the United States much less New York had a whole lot of laws that let people do anything other than bury a body so you couldn't donate your body to science you couldn't say oh okay i'd rather do that than this like you had to be buried Um, i don't even think cremation was really legal then either it was like this is what you have to do you have to be buried
1: then this riot is gonna be fantastic
2: (laughs) (laughs) and a lot of those laws happened because there was a lot of different church influences so there was only one medical school in New York, but a ton of churches. Mm-hmm.
1: So, Well, and that even came over from the old world. Mm-hmm. That they thought it was sacrilegious to, yeah. to do anything with the dead body of the it. Pretty much, yeah. But one of the things that in New York City that they were doing... Um, so they didn't have very many... Bodies, so they would get bodies from criminals,
0: and that like w- willingly.
2: Well, when <laughs> you're <when laughs> you're in prison. There's not a whole lot of things you can willingly. Oh, do. okay.
0: So the the criminals' bodies themselves. Yeah. So if
2: they're oh, like I
0: thought, executed. I thought we were. I thought we were like. Let me just visit the local mafia boss. See who's who he's offed, and <laughs> oh. I can I can just take that body.
1: No, no. These came from prisons and.
0: That kind of well, that's, that's much more plausible. I
1: honestly don't know if they had hangings or what exactly they did back then. But I'm pretty sure it was hangings Okay. in
2: 1788. They probably didn't have
1: electricity. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nope. Yeah, firing squad would have taken too long. So, yeah, it was probably
1: hangings.
0: And did we ever do yeah. the guillotine? I don't, know. Here? I, I don't I
1: think we did so. in the States. Uh-uh.
0: No. So this is a bloody affair.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. So, that was a source of bodies, but that still wasn't enough. Mm -hmm. So, that's why they had to rob graves, Mm -hmm. because they needed to be able to dissect and learn about the bodies, which to me, right now, seems perfectly logical.
2: Right, yeah. You don't know how things work in a human body, unless you can, like, poke
1: around in (laughs) there. Right, and I hate to say this, but I'm really glad that they did all this research back then, so Mm -hmm. that we have the medical knowledge that we do today.
0: Oh, yeah. any, any specific breakthroughs come through because of these? Um,
2: they found out where organs were. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're like, it hurts right here. i <laughs> like, ooh, yeah, that could be.
1: <laughs> One of the things that came out of it was more of a law that protected people and then you could donate Mm -hmm. Mm. your body to science
0: I guess that prevents the grave robbers say what? I guess that prevents the grave robbers oh
1: I thought you said offensive grave robbers what are you talking about? (laughs) I'm (laughs) confused (laughs) yeah so that eventually um, went away the grave robbing for medical purposes Mm -hmm. for the most part So, during this time, what would happen is they would rob graves of the poor and black communities. Mm -hmm. And it was the, one was called the Negroes Burial Ground. Mm. And during one of the times that. S- I think somebody from Bailey or somebody from the hospital was talking about it. <clears throat> he said, I did not rob any graves in the city. Well, that was true because these graveyards were outside the city.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had commoners' graves and, yeah, the graves from the black community. Which, though, technically was still illegal to do you still could not go and unbury those bodies and just take them for whatever but because they were black and because they were poor they just kind of turned a blind eye to that the cops were like "Eh. me
1: one of the other things that came out of these riots was the um, they had to have professional um, criteria for becoming a doctor So they had to go to a two-year school. They couldn't just do not-for-profits. Or they had to, like, apprentice for two years. Mm, Okay. So just creating more regulations Mm -hmm. for the profession. Because it was not a sought-after profession at this time. So this part, I thought, was really interesting. So... (coughs) In February of 1788, the city's free and enslaved blacks submitted a petition to what they called the Common Council complaining of young gentlemen in the city who call themselves students of the physique. Mm -hmm. But the petition was ignored and nothing happened. And during or in the petition, they actually didn't ask them to stop the grave robbing. They asked them to conduct it with decency and propriety, which the solemnity—do I say that right? I think so. Okay. Of such occasion requires. I thought that was really interesting that they were willing to work with them, mm-hmm. but let's just do it right. Right. You know, be respectful.
2: Well. And I'm not sure if they had much choice. Because, I mean, think about it. You have a bunch of privileged white gentlemen Mm -hmm. coming around, stealing things that do not belong to them. If he had defended his property, he would have been the one in trouble, not them. Sure. So, I don't think they really had much of a choice other than to just say, could y'all just at least try to be respectful?
1: Okay, I see what you're saying, yeah. So the police were turning a blind eye to it also Mm -hmm. because they knew that it was important. And it was only happening to the poor in black communities. Mm -hmm. Um, So on February 21st, when it happened to a white woman, I knew you were going to get all over this. (laughs) Always. Had been stolen from a Trinity churchyard. That's when everybody really started to take issue no, that's with it when
2: people got mad <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're like how dare you right so did you read how the how it began i read that there
2: was one there's been a couple of different versions but one of them was that um there was a couple of kids playing and they went to go peek into the dissection room and there was a surgeon there and he waved a severed arm at them. And one of the kids had just recently lost his mother and the surgeon was like, this is your mom.
0: <laughs> wow. And then
2: he went home to tell dad and dad was like, what? No. So then they went to the graveyard and I was like, oh yeah, mom is missing. <laughs>
0: wow.
1: So then he went to the hospital to find this person with a group with picks and axes and whatever they had and started a mob yep probably a small one at first you know just some neighbors <laughs> that were willing to pick up a stick but there's always somebody who's going to join in well yeah. you know they may not even believe in the cause and they'll well, join where in where are you going with those sticks yeah I want to go I want to do it <laughs> So, when they got there, they started going through the hospital and they were ransacking the whole thing. And so, here is a written account. Uh, this was Colonel William Heth writing to a, writing in a letter to Governor of Virginia Edmund Randolph. So, when they got to the hospital, he said the cry of barbarity and etc. was soon spread. The young sons of Galen, which is a poetic allusion to a physician in ancient Greece, uh, fled in every direction. One took refuge in a chimney. The mob raised, and the hospital apartments were ransacked. In the anatomy room were found three fresh bodies, one boiling in a kettle. Why would they need to do that for research? Anyway. And two others... Uh, cutting up with certain parts of the two sexes hanging up in a most brutal position. The circumstances together with the wanton and apparent inhuman complexion of the room exacerbated the bo- the mob beyond all bounds to the total destruction of every anatomy in the hospital. And then, do you know what they did with them? What? They took them into the street and burned them. Okay, so let's go back to your whole religious thing. Mm -hmm. They didn't want to burn bodies. They didn't, the part of the thing, they didn't want to dismember bodies because if you weren't whole, they didn't think that you could go to heaven. Right. So that was one of the big things also about the dissection.
0: Mm -hmm. I would be glad to be a disabled veteran then.
1: What do you mean? They're not whole. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, that's a that's a podcast for another <laughs> time. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it just it was interesting to me that they took them out and burnt them. That would stink. Mm-hmm. And why was that better? I guess because they'd already dismembered them and yeah. were in the process of stuff. That that was the best thing that they could do. I think some of them they did say that they tried to bury some of them. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I had I had read that they had reburied. The, at the end, like the doctors were forced to repair them, but mm, probably not all of them.
1: Yeah. So, the mayor decided that the best place for the doctors and medical students was in jail <laughs> for their own protection. To keep them safe. hmm Which, in that situation, I probably wouldn't have minded much either.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um... So things had kind of quieted down, but the next morning, that's when it stirred up again. And they started searching for doctors, medical students, and bodies all over town. They went to Columbia University, where or college, where uh, Alexander Hamilton stood on the steps and said, No, don't do this. <laughs> Go home, y'all. <laughs> and the mom said, Get out of the way, nerd. That's right. <laughs> So, unbeknownst to all of the rioters, all of the doctors and medical students, whoever, had gotten rid of all the bodies overnight. So, they didn't find anything when they went ransacking. So, they went and found them at the jail. And they started throwing things. So, jail was not like it is today, Mm -hmm. where it's protected behind a fence. I guess you can throw things straight through the windows Mm -hmm. and hit people like and stuff. Yeah. Um, they said the crowd was about five thousand people.
0: Well, I mean, that's uh, all of New York.
1: I know. I was just gonna yeah. say, how did that happen?
2: Huh, maybe I'm wrong about four thousand people in New York. I'm
1: huh. <laughs> gonna have to go do our some more research go on find that. out what the population was in 1780. <laughs> <laughs> so. They decided to call in the militia, hmm. but they said, don't fire, don't shoot, don't shoot anybody. And so they were trying to hold everybody back. And then somebody threw a brick and they hit. He was the gentleman that they hit. The chief justice of the Supreme Court, John Jay. Oh. And he got his skull almost cracked with a rock. And then the Revolutionary War hero, General Baron von Steuben, or Steuben, I guess, was also hit with a brick. After that, the militia couldn't restrain anybody and they started to shoot. Mm -hmm. So they killed three militiamen, three rioters, and up to 20 total Mm -hmm. were dead.
2: Oh, back then, guns, like, it took you, like, several minutes
1: to reload. Yeah. So, hmm. so after that, go ahead.
0: I was going to say 30 seconds if you're quick.
2: Not those 1788
0: guns. Let's see, you put uh, gunpowder, and then you bite off uh, a thing, you put that in there, and then you put a paper and then a ball, and then you shove that in Take your pipe and you shove mm-hmm. all that in there. So, 30 seconds would be quick. Oh.
2: Okay. I mean, yeah, I think it took you longer than 30 seconds to tell me all that.
1: <laughs> <But> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Have you not ever watched Forrest Gump when he took uh. apart and, and put the gun <laughs> back together? It's real. They're fast.
0: <laughs> it, you know, maybe 60 know. seconds. It might not be 30 <laughs> seconds. There, is that better?
1: So, After all this rioting took place, they stopped running ads in the newspapers uh, for doctors Mm -hmm. and medical classes. Mm -hmm. And then people started regularly going to cemeteries (laughs) to check on their families. Um, And then they formed armed guards, some of them did, known as dead guardmen. right Right. isn't that interesting Uh, and to protect the cemeteries of course and then um let's see there was some other law that they put into place and i have to tell you what it is because it was a good name too like the dead man guard bone bills (laughs) (laughs) that's what it was so that was the legislation that they passed. Um, so what does it say? Legislated the supply of cadavers. So a year after, they, uh, New York passed an act to prevent the odious practice of digging up and removing for the purpose of dissection dead bodies interred in cemeteries or burial places. It outlawed grave robbing and provided... Criminals executed for murder, arson, or burglary to be sentenced to dissection after death.
0: You can get sentenced to dissection. Yeah,
1: because they thought that it was like an extra means of punishment. Yeah, because
2: if if they went by the belief of being dissected or cut open or not being whole, you're being damned to hell. That's just an extra...
0: Let's see. Uh yeah. I'm I'm an organ donor, so I guess I'm not gonna be whole. You're gonna be yanking out organs for me. Yes. So
1: bit by bit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, that's a good thing. I mean.
0: Looks like I'm not going to heaven.
1: On whose count?
0: I don't. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Heaven's another com, another podcast, right? There
1: you go. So this was just the first of several different kinds of riots that mm-hmm. they called the anatomy riots, and they happened in other cities uh, based on the same thing. Yeah. So
0: there were people digging up cadavers for dissection in other cities too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think before
2: this happened, Massachusetts. I think it was, had already passed a couple of laws where you could uh, legally obtain uh, dead bodies.
1: Hmm. That makes sense. That's where all the witches were. Mm-hmm. So they probably let them dissect the witches yeah, after they like were burned at the stake. <laughs> How did that work?
2: Well, maybe they sentenced them to a different <laughs> a different type of death because weren't some of them drowned? Oh, maybe. And we're like,
0: yeah, witches don't float. Throw them in there with the uh, with some with some bricks. Yeah, exactly. And when they don't float, we just, uh, wow, oh, that, that person witches. wasn't a witch.
1: Yep. Yeah, I was gonna go into that a little bit, but we're <laughs> not on that topic right now. So we're gonna we're gonna stick with our uh, our riots and our <laughs> doctors. So. That leads to a lot of questions on how doctors get their information. I mean, obviously, people now donate their bodies to science a lot more than they did back then. Um, So people don't have to rob graves, which is good. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's other ways that they have found to get information and learn and and knowledge and all that. So Mm -hmm. what do you have, Denise? You were going to talk a little bit about something.
2: Hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, we had talked a little bit about um, how other practices came to be, like the other, you know, experiments that we have done on people. We as in the human collective, (laughs) not us in this room.
1: (laughs) So I kind of hate to bring this up. But they did that during World War II. Hitler Hitler did a lot of medical experimentation. Mm -hmm.
2: A lot of what we now have um, that we know of, the woman's body, and a lot of gynecology came Mm -hmm. from all of those experiments.
1: I read that book about the doctor who was there at Auschwitz Mm. and... Um, it's really crazy the things that they would do. Mm -hmm. And I don't think he ever got convicted, but he died. He drowned in Brazil or something like that. Hmm. So he never was punished for anything that he did. Yeah. Um,
2: well, that's something that I had read about these doctors as well, but they weren't. They weren't punished. At the, the end of that, the mayor or governor or whoever was like, this was the mob's fault. Yeah. And I was like, uh, <laughs> was it though? <laughs> um, the doctors were given a bill for the damages that were done into the city and so on, but I doubt they ever paid that. Yeah. And.
1: Yeah. Nobody was ever convicted. Yeah. For it.
2: Yeah. So it was just like, you're white, male, and privileged, and they're just like, it's cool, <laughs> it's fine, don't do it again, please. Yeah, <laughs> But at the end of the day, it was the commoners that were at fault. How dare you get upset because someone like went and stole your family member from a grave.
1: Mhm.
0: This was um, 1788, so this is five years after the American Revolutionary War ended. Mm-hmm. So, we're still getting used to being our own Place. Mm
1: -hmm. Not really having laws and all that probably in place as much.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, they always say, you know, there's a warning on things because (laughs) somebody's already done it. (laughs) Right. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what makes the law somebody does something and Mm -hmm. we realize, oh, we probably shouldn't be doing that. (laughs) Some of the, um, Experiments that they did in um, in the concentration camps had to do a lot with twins mm. and how they were different and the same and mm-hmm. a lot of torture experiments. Mm, yeah.
0: Learned a lot from Auschwitz, though.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, even though it was a horrific event, it was something that could be learned from in a lot of different ways I do want to say that I am thankful that my doctor went to school
2: <laughs> yes <laughs> well and it is now a much more ordeal <laughs> to become a doctor than you know do a couple of years here yeah and intern or apprenticeship
1: mm-hmm <laughs> But as they say, doctors are still practicing medicine. Mm. So it's still a science that is evolving all the time.
0: Mm-hmm. One of these days we're just going to discover the secret that um, we can heal everybody just by singing to them. This going to be a great secret.
1: That's we don't fantastic.
0: We don't know it yet. No.
1: We don't know it yet, but you do. Who do you sing to? Um. Does it matter who we're singing to? <laughs> <laughs> so, in your theory that we don't know about yet,
0: <laughs>
1: is it like simple songs like "Itsy Bitsy Spider," or is it like a complex like?
0: No, it's probably um, it's probably just something sung in a de- dead language or something that we don't we don't rightly really know yet.
1: Yeah, I hope it's not operatic singing. <laughs> I don't think that would be a calming thing for me.
0: No. No, it's got like lyrics and verses. And I can play it in my head, but I can't <laughs> play it out loud.
1: Okay. So is it just music or is it a song? Uh,
0: it's it's, uh, it's a performance. So it's a per- uh, usually a one man show. Doctors are actually just entertainers, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> um,. I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> 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 Who are they entertaining? Oh.
0: Um. Anyway, that's just my um, imagination. So. Um.
1: All right. We're just kind of listless on this yeah. podcast yeah. today. Yeah. I think we're all just kind of...
0: Doctor Doctorized got me um, done. That was it. I was like, wow, doctor riots.
1: There's <laughs> <laughs> a the thing. Which, doctor riots, it kind of makes you think that the doctors were rioting, but they weren't. They were being rioted upon.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought I was literally imagining like a bunch of doctors complaining about something.
1: Oh. Well, they were. They were kind of irritated that they couldn't didn't have enough bodies mm. to work on. What's interesting is he got the practice from London, but we don't know a whole lot about them outlawing. I mean, from the things that I read. Mm -hmm. About them outlawing grave robbing and when when that happened, because I'm assuming that they can't still do that over there. Right.
2: (laughs) Right. Well, I'm going to guess that a very similar (laughs) turn of events happened over there, too, considering that we had several different riots in different cities and different states or territories
1: yeah i know that news didn't travel nearly as fast Mm -hmm. obviously back then but uh, yeah i'm sure that the news did travel eventually back Mm -hmm. but it was important to our history in
2: Mm
1: -hmm. in uh, education and you know just getting the knowledge of how the body works and The importance of having bodies to work on, really. Yeah. So. And now things have changed a lot religiously, I think, Mm -hmm. as far as what's acceptable or not. But there were some um, things in the article that I read. One of them was from the Smithsonian and the other one was (laughs) from the National Museum of Civil War Medicine. So the website is civilwarmed.org, but if you look at it, it spells Civil Warmed. <laughs> <laughs> um, they talked about how still in third world, world countries, things like this still happen, and they. it's whether or not the people believe and what they're trying to solve. Mm. Of whether or not it is ethical to do it. Mm-hmm. So it's still, still a debate. That article was in uh, January of 2020. So not oh, that long ago. Yeah. Um, so still in the news, I guess. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, in ethics, man, I mean, it's just guidelines, <laughs> you know. Yes. They're not laws or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But I think depending on the organization, like doctors and lawyers, if Mm -hmm. you violate their code of ethics, you could lose the ability to practice.
1: Legally. Mm -hmm. Yes, legally. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So it kind of, uh, I don't know, makes you think about the people who have murdered and dissected that are considered serial killers. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's one thing also that I read was that this they were getting like two pounds of body, I think is what it said, which is about $250 in today's mm-hmm. money. Which is not very much, Mm -mm. really. But I guess it was a lot back then. And so these two owned like a bed and breakfast or something. And they started killing (laughs) (laughs) the (laughs) residents or the people that would come there. Mm -hmm. uh, So that they could sell their bodies. Because there were professional grave robbers that you could pay them to go and rob the grave. And they could do it in like 15 minutes. Which is fascinating. How Mm -hmm. could you dig up a body in 15 minutes?
2: Um, They didn't
1: have bulldozers.
2: Well, I'm like, (laughs) is this a freshly buried body? Because the soil is soft.
1: It would be soft. And maybe they didn't bury people as far down as they do now. Maybe. I don't know.
2: But if you're like... Well, I would think that it would have to be fairly fresh. Graves. Because you don't want to get... A skeleton or something that's badly decomposed.
1: Yeah, but there is still a school, I believe, up in the north-northeast area where they have like a burial ground. It's a um, medical hospital, Mm -hmm. and they have people at different stages of decomposition. Oh, like a body farm? Yes. So that... um, you know, forensic science and that, you can kind of tell how long mm-hmm. somebody's been dead and, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, body
2: farms are still, I'm pretty sure those bodies are donated to science.
1: Probably. One would hope. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> one would.
0: <laughs> well, uh, I was reading up on something called a resurrectionist. Mm-hmm. Um, which are body snatchers uh, commonly employed by anatomists in the United Kingdom during the 18th and 19th century.
2: Mm-hmm. See, they had cooler names, too. Yeah. Just like Dan the Grave Robber.
0: So, you can do it in 15
2: uh, minutes. <laughs> all your money back.
0: Well, they weren't getting that many <laughs> bodies at all until <laughs> the Murder Act of 1752. Oh, and that allowed judges to substitute the public display of executed criminals with the dissection.
1: Was that in the states or in? This is the UK. UK. Got
0: it. Parliament passed that. Parliament. Parliament. Mm. Parliament. Uh, still insignificant, uh, or ins- insufficient. <laughs> I'm
2: uh, like, I don't know. That sounds pretty significant. No,
0: there was still <laughs> it was still insufficient corpses. Um. So. I mean, the resurrection st- stuck around till uh, mid eighteen hundreds, or yeah, yeah. Hmm.
1: Which is, you know, you think about it, it's not really that long ago.
2: Mm-mm.
1: But the medical profession was still; they were still learning a lot, even in the early nineteen hundreds. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Well, considering some of the laws that were in place that prevented people from going further in their research. hmm And after a while, you learn everything you can learn from dissecting the human body. Right. Without having to do other experiments that I'm sure were considered distasteful mm-hmm. in that time period. And now we're like, body farm? Yeah. <laughs> We're growing them. Yeah, they're out there.
0: Um, there were a lot of, like, pranks and stuff like that. They, they had rough treatment of a lot of the bodies. Like, this guy admitted that he had kicked a corpse down a, uh, in a sack down a flight of stairs. Another one um, uh, played a prank where a London student jokingly dropped an amputated leg down a household chimney into a housewife's stew pot. Ew. It caused a riot. Well, yeah. So...
1: Yes, if that had been my stew pot, (laughs) I'd have been right at the front of that riot. (laughs) Mm -hmm. First of all, why are you on my roof? (laughs) Yeah. Do I know you? (laughs) (laughs) Who gave you access to my
0: roof? Why is the chimney directly above the stove? Or why is the pot being cooked in the fireplace?
2: Because that's pretty much their only source that they had. It's a big open pit fire. Yeah, like they might not have had... Like uh, a wood burning stove or anything like that.
0: I was definitely born just like a little late nineteen hundreds. So this you is have all
2: clearly have never seen like an old timey period piece movie <laughs> where they <laughs>
0: read plenty of the books. Like I, g- I get the gist of it. Uh, I just I just didn't know at that point in time it was like that. It was like eighteen hundreds. So well,
2: and I think it also has to do with economic status.
0: Yeah, because if you're I don't know how poor our poor were then, but our poor now have internet, so.
2: It's true. Back then, it was just a big fireplace and a metal pot. And no internet. And no internet. Yeah. Probably a little sack of hay with uh, (laughs) some cloth over it for a bed.
1: All in the same room. (laughs) So. So the first person to donate his body to science was a philosopher, Jeremy Bentham, and it was in 1832. Wow. And he was trying to lessen the stigma of that Mm -hmm. and dissection, but of course that didn't really make much difference.
2: Yeah. I'm like, did anybody care? Was
1: anybody like, oh man,
2: (laughs) can you believe
1: he did that? Wow. (laughs) Wow. But this is an interesting uh, use of words. It says today most bodies dissected in medical schools are gifts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure that for the students it is a gift and professors, but it's just interesting. Oh uh, yeah, interesting
0: you know way to put it. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. But it says that they're still they still struggle to get enough cadavers. Mm-hmm. Um, it says one analysis from 2016. Uh, in New York City said that they were 36 bodies short of the 800 that they needed. Mm-hmm.
2: So is it like every medical student has their own
1: body? They have to dissect a body, or is it like a group project? That's a really good question. I have no no idea. And that's got to be every year, I would think. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't get this body for the four years of your right. studying, yeah. I wouldn't think. Uh, and then it says other states and countries... Well, other states, it said they were 40% short of the number needed. And then other countries, obviously, it's a bigger deal. So I don't understand this. I've never heard this. It says, to make up for shortages, latter-day resurrectionists are digging up buried bodies or swiping them from funeral pyres and selling them internationally on the red market. Not the black market. Mm-hmm. What is the red market? I don't know.
2: What is the red market?
0: I have no idea.
1: I wonder
2: if it's all just like
1: medical blood. Yeah, stuff. like people, people parts. Oh, that's like craziness. <laughs>
2: the black market has its own subset for. Yes. <laughs> well, it's and then uh, it raises the question.
0: What about
1: the purple market and (laughs) the white market?
0: There's a a book here by Scott Carney. It's called The Red Market, On the Trail of the World's Organ Brokers, uh, Bone Thieves, Blood Farmers, and Child Traffickers.
1: I was wondering if the child stuff was Mm -hmm. in there.
0: Mm -hmm. Organ trade, the trading of human organs, tissues, and other body parts. That's usually what the market is. Okay, so... I, I do have to interject, though, because um, in 1832, uh, p- the Parliament passed the Anatomy Act of 1832, where it abolished the 1752 Act that allowed murderers to be dissected, um, although it neither discouraged nor prohibited body snatching uh, or the sale of corpses whose legal status remained uncertain so like it's still Mm -hmm. sort of legal to sell bodies Mm -hmm. nowadays in over there that's
1: really weird (laughs) well and are they selling like organs do they get sold to just the medical community or do they get sold to individuals and what would that individual do With it, other than say, "Here, doctor, put this inside my body," unless they were doing ritual stuff, ritual stuff, putting it in a jar, keeping it, creepy stuff, creepy stuff.
0: I thought about getting my appendix removed and then asking for it. That's about as creepy as I get.
1: Well, I mean, it's yours. Yeah. (laughs) It's yours. You can keep it. I was like, (laughs) I want that.
0: Can I please? That came
2: from me. Put it in this jar. Thank you. Yeah. label it <laughs> I know what I was going to
1: say make sure it says that it is mine if somebody walks in here they don't think I've stolen somebody else's <laughs> opinion Yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, not that's a really good question because I think doctors probably have oh, well I know they have special ways of disposal mm-hmm. but I wonder if they have to document that
2: I think so. I think all that's very super regulated, at least here. Um, like, if you need a kidney or any kind of other organ, mm-hmm. it has to come from certain channels. It could be donated, like if you're if you need a a kidney or something like that, and someone else is compatible and they're willing to donate it, then you know they can do that. Mm-hmm. But just someone randomly showing up with like a little igloo cooler and being like. <laughs> that goes in there
1: thanks i think they <laughs> think they'll tell you no <laughs> no thank you well and that makes me think of the fact that people kill one person so that they can save another mm-hmm. you know let me kill you so i can get your organs not that they do that now but mm-hmm. if they're trying to sell stuff and
2: people can also donate like kidneys To like just an overall kidney donation thing, like you don't actually have to know that person or anything like that. You just be like, Mm -hmm. someone out there is probably compatible that needs my kidney, and I'm just going to donate it. I don't know this person or whatever.
1: Just, yeah, because you can live without both kidneys. Mm -hmm. You can have just one.
0: I think I'd rather sell my kidney if I'm going to.
1: I think that's still illegal.
0: (laughs) 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 It's illegal to sell kidneys? Yes. Oh.
2: So this is all on donation only. Huh. I'm pretty sure it is still illegal to sell your kidneys.
1: Now it's mine. <laughs> <I> <laughs> Nobody it's else so owns my body.
0: I'm going to Google it. <laughs> Can you sell kidneys? Well,
2: there are things that you can't do with your body that... the state has (laughs) deemed illegal well that's true
1: that is true it's yours yeah
2: (laughs) some things you still aren't allowed to charge other people for
1: yes if i remember correctly we had a conversation about things that are still on the books from ancient like old texas law constitution stuff that
2: yeah for whatever reason we're like yeah no that's still staying
1: (laughs) you can't do that yeah
0: No, it's not. A, it's not legal in the United States. So kidneys or hearts or things like that. Oh. Well, I mean, I wouldn't sell my heart anyway. I need that. You
1: need uh, that, yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm not. Um,
1: so Iron Man. So you could sell a kidney. You could sell an eye. Just one. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're going to start farming out things that you don't need, both That's of true. <laughs>
0: No, see I need both eyes. I need to be able to see all the way over there and all the way over there at the same time in the same time frame.
1: In depth right. perception <laughs> and all that stuff. Yeah. You need to be able to fill your cup. <laughs> yeah,
0: I wanna I wanna pour and then not miss. Right. So.
2: Sounds kinda selfish to me. <laughs> no one would want my
1: eyes. <laughs> you see what the other person has seen.
2: <laughs> there's that. There's always <laughs> that that idea as well. If you get an organ from someone, if you start taking on characteristics of that person mm-hmm. or get possessed by that person, I don't know.
0: That sounds like a horror movie where they get like a heart five transplant.
2: So, <laughs> someone gets a heart
0: I think transplant. There's several horror yeah. movies
1: where this is the this is the case so i think this is fascinating that this is not a do we like murder episode mm-hmm. and we have murders as far as killing people <laughs> of course that's what a murder is <laughs> uh, so that they can sell the body and mm-hmm. now what, what were y'all just talking about
2: uh getting a donation from a, an organ donor oh yeah and then whether or not you start possessions. Yeah, whether they yeah. then start taking just characteristics of that person or you know, just full blown possession.
0: I wonder if um uh like a famous artist dies too early. Can I just get his hands? Can we get those attached on <laughs> <laughs> right. cut off my hand. <laughs> Give me his hand, <laughs> thank you. Obviously he's an artist. I think it has I think gotta hand. get done
2: like that like super quick yeah (laughs) not even cold yet let's do it
0: yeah because
2: you can't reattach that (laughs) yeah
0: so i i definitely um i definitely need those hands that's right can i get usain bolt's legs Mm
2: -hmm. right
0: and his lungs i'm sure usain bolt uh is it olympic olympic guy ran really fast yeah
1: yeah that was just a few years ago right that he was something like that last olympics or something yeah What would you do with all that talent?
0: I would <laughs> run and paint uh, and, and paint <laughs> at <laughs> the <laughs> same time. <laughs> uh, Just
1: put my canvas around the track. <laughs> I would
0: uh, I would make money. So <laughs>
2: one way
1: or the other, it has
2: to work
0: yeah, exactly. Hmm.
2: I think you would need a lot of a lot of money first <laughs> oh first yeah
0: to get Usain Bolt's legs yeah. that's for sure and his lungs and his blood because I know his cardio is great do I need his heart probably and you that, know that's a, that's a lot of Usain Bolt yeah. All right.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure this equals into possession real quick <laughs> and, and what are you going to do just swap with him <laughs>
0: Let me swap my brain. Uh, no, that that's what's that movie? Get out. It's swapping brains. Oh yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Is that
1: like Parent Trap? No, not Parent Trap. Fr- Fr- Freaky Friday. Mm. With uh,
0: Lindsay Lohan.
1: Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I only know Lindsay Lohan. I don't know the other. Person.
1: Yeah, I think they made it. They remade it later. Yeah, with actress. Yeah, or maybe it was the dad this time instead of the mom and the daughter. I'm pretty sure it was still mother daughter. Was it? Or
0: mm-hmm. Freaky Friday. Mm-hmm. There was a w- an older version. Mm-hmm. How old? Eighties. <laughs> oh, I don't even know. I thought the Lindsay Lohan version was the original. Was the nope. was the old
2: one? <laughs> yeah, I was like that's old. Nope. I mean, by our standards today, yes, it is old. But no, that's not the one I'm talking about. That's uh. one older than that.
1: Well, even Tom Hanks in Big, uh-huh. isn't that still the same premise? Yeah.
2: Well, and I think both in Freaky Friday and Big, it was a wish or some kind of other magical mishap, mm. and not like in Get Out, it was it was Let's like pop this head open, search this brain out. Yeah, sit,
0: sit at this TV and stare into this uh, beginning of a horror film. Yeah, so.
1: Yeah, I'll watch Freaky Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all we can say about Dr. Riot's and anatomy and medical science history? Pro- probably
0: not, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, for today's yeah
1: topic. <laughs> You've been listening to the Long Overdue Podcast, coming to you from Decatur Public Library in Decatur, Texas. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Oh